It's the Go Million and Go Million Interview and Prayer Call Podcast. You will be blessed in two ways, with an influential interview and the engagement of powerful prayer. And now, your host, Bishop Nathaniel Go Million. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. God bless you. Good morning. Welcome to the Go Million and Go Million Ministry uh, Prayer Call. We certainly pray that you are having a good day. Let me hit this and share this with a few people, tag a few folks today. Praise God. We are interviewing today uh, my good friend and brother, longtime associate, uh, Bishop Tommy Triplett. And we thank God for for him today and for his great work in uh, in ministry. Amen. Hey, Bishop, how you doing, man of God? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Bishop, just blessed and thanking God for another day. Well, praise God. Thank God for you, man. Uh, thanking God for another day. It's a good day to be alive and to be serving the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. There we are. Amen. Praise God. Hey, Elder Shell Robinson Moore, God bless you for being with us on today. Hey, Bishop, tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're from. Tell the world about that. Well, I'm originally from East St. Louis, Illinois. Uh, East St. Louis, Illinois. That's where I was raised. And there's little entanglement there because I was born in St. Louis, Missouri. Raised up in East St. Louis, Illinois. We call the Metro East area. Just a bridge separates Illinois from Missouri. Uh, But I was raised in East St. Louis, Illinois. Knew a lot of bad things go out about East St. Louis, but when I lived there and grew up there, it was the best place to live. I loved and, and East St. Louis, and thank God that I was raised there. Uh, grew up there, went to school there. Um, uh, years later, ended up uh, you know, going to college and things like that, but Missouri Baptist University, uh, Eden Theological Seminary, um, Living Word Baptist God. I, I'm a professional student. Okay, and I, and I, I love school. And I did that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm married. I, I can't forget that if I want to stay married. Uh, I've been married 42 years uh, tomorrow, and really, I want all my time because we dated for five years. We dated for five years. Been married 42 years, and so she's she's been in my life for 47 years. And praise God for her. Uh, we 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 a blended family of nine children. And I just thank God for what God has done over these years. Um, as, as you know, I'm retired now, retired pastor, pastor 40 years, uh, now retired and uh, we're really kind of retired because I'm at a wonderful church here in Chicago, Illinois, at the Powerhouse Chicago. Archbishop William Hudson III is the pastor here. And it's just a wonderful place to be. And it's an answer to prayer. I pray to God. That when I retired, that I would God would place me somewhere where a, a progressive young pastor was, and so I could finish out my ministry because I I didn't want a rocking chair retirement. Okay. 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 Well, praise God, man. You you covered uh, a, a lot of ground in telling us uh, who you are, and then did you tell us how long you've been in ministry, Bishop? I know you told us how long you've been married. I've been I've been in ministry fifty seven years. Wow, fifty seven wow. years I've, I've been in ministry. Forty years as a senior pastor. Uh, I started teaching. Uh, my first call was that of, of a teacher, and God started that at seventeen years old. When I was seventeen years old, 
I was teaching around the city of East St. Louis, teaching adults. I love teaching. Uh, that's why I believe in fivefold ministry. I know it's fivefold. Some people say five, they mean four, mm-hmm. because they put pastor and teacher together. But God calls teachers, and He called me to teach, and that's what I did initially. But it's been fifty-seven continuous years that I've been in ministry. Wow, man, that's a that's a long time. That's a generation and a half, man. Uh, hey, uh, Pastor Hilda Montgomery, Elder Francine, thanks for being with us here on Facebook Live. We're interviewing um, Bishop Tommy Triplett. Uh, Praise God. God bless you also. Uh, Elder Cheryl Robinson Moore said, good morning, Bishop Triplett. Good morning. Good morning. I, I know you know her. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes, absolutely. She's one of my high school classmates. All right, all right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Praise be uh, unto God. So, so you were called first uh, into Christian education, and so I, I, I assume you've been involved in Christian education uh, for fifty-seven years, also. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And 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 then you have a very interesting uh, walk with God. You you were uh, like me, one of the founding folk, not the founding fathers, but the founding folk in the Full Gospel Baptist Church Fellowship. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I I, I started uh, in the first conference. Actually, before then, I was uh, asked to be a state overseer of uh, Missouri and at that time I didn't even know what that was. Yeah, I know that's right. Just organized and I didn't even know what that was. But I was asked to be a state overseer. Uh two of the founding fathers knew me. We grew up in the same town, East St. Louis, Illinois. Right. And that's Bishop Kenneth Ulmer and Bishop Carlos Malone. So they both knew me. They knew my history. I, they knew what I did. Bishop Ulmer called me and asked me to assist him in Christian education. And then it was Bishop Malone that recommended me to Bishop A.R. Williams to be the state overseer uh, in Missouri. Okay, okay, okay. You started to help a step higher than I did. I started as a district overseer, but um, uh, you and you went on from uh, state overseer to be elevated to uh, state bishop of Missouri. Uh, yes, is that correct? Yes. And that's correct. And, uh, and, and how, t- tell me, uh, tell us, how did that impact your life at that time? First being in full gospel and then becoming uh, a bishop in 1983, 84. Well, it, 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 you know, really the becoming a bishop took place in 1996 because the okay. first conference was in 1994. Okay, that's right. Uh, Excuse me. 1994 was the first conference. Two yes, years later, yes. I'm thinking about my marriage. I was totally surprised. Totally surprised. First of all, to ask your first question, full gospel just changed my life. It literally changed my life. While I was in seminary, uh, when, I, when I was in seminary, I was getting a little frustrated with some things uh, that, that I wanted. I knew that there was more. I wanted more. I was tired of the same thing. And it was actually my son, uh, who's also a bishop, Bishop Derek Triplett, yes, yes. that told me about uh, full gospel. He said, Dad, you need to kind of wait a minute. There's something started and, and that Bishop Paul Morton is doing. It's an interesting thing that Bishop O'Million, uh, 
I heard I didn't know Bishop Martin. The first time I heard his name was in seminary. A young man from New Orleans area was in seminary with me and he asked me, he said, he said, you know Bishop Paul Martin? I said, no. I, he said, well, listen, you ever go to New Orleans, you got to go there. So that's the first time I heard his name. Second time I heard his name, I was at the National Baptist Convention. I was a National Baptist then. And, and I, I was walking around and there's a lot of shouting in one of the services. And when I heard the, the shouting, uh, I said, who preaching? And they said, that's Bishop Paul Martin. Uh, uh, and he wasn't he wasn't bishop then he was he was pastor Paul Martin yeah and so that's the second time I heard his name and then the third time I heard his name obviously was my son uh, said to me never knowing never ever knowing that I would be a part of full gospel that was part of my life God was letting me get you know familiar at least with the name of Bishop Paul Martin in the beginning and, and being a part of full gospel literally when I say literally. I mean, literally changed my life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I, I know I know it changed mine, so I'm sure uh, that it changed yours. As as you said, we we gained some new friends and we gained some new enemies, all at the uh, at the same time. Uh, as, as, as they used to say, you better. As my mother would say a long time ago, you, you better hush telling that truth. <laughs> Man, uh, so you 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 were raised in St. St. Louis, East St. Louis, did ministry in St. Louis. Uh, um, that's what I remember sharing with you there when I came home. Uh, but then you went from uh, St. Louis to to New Orleans. And yes. uh, how did you make that transition? It was it was very interesting. I, I have to preface what I'm about to say by saying this. I never wanted to do anything that God didn't want me doing. Uh, God had to okay me. God had to free me to do it. And I know when 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 I was pastoring, I pastored in St. Louis uh, for almost 17 years uh, in St. Louis, and and. The time had come, I knew it was time for me to, to, to leave. It was time to go. Um, the church the church had come a long way. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes people can get a little satisfied. They had gotten a little satisfied. And I remember I was in uh, Miami, Florida, uh, ministering for Bishop Carlos Malone. I was laying on the floor praying. And I was asking God. I asked God. And Good church. I, I don't want anybody to misunderstand what I'm saying. Yes, yes. Uh, you you understand what I mean with this? But I prayed to God that 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 I said, Lord, listen. I don't care which one you do, but I either need you to bring the people up to where I am, because if you don't bring them up to where I am, they'll bring me down to where they are. Yes, yes. And and I knew that was more in me, and I asked Lord, or move me. The Lord told me that day while I was laying on the floor that I was moving. That he was taking me out. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I knew for sure what God had said to me. I called my wife and I told my wife, I said, we're, we're leaving. And she said, where are we going? I said, I don't know. All I know is God told me that I was leaving. Well, when I, when that day, Pastor Goldman, that day, I got my first offer. Mm-hmm first offer to go to another church that day mm. unbeknownst to me so when I, then I got to, when I got home 
uh, uh, from Miami. I had another offer waiting on me in St. Louis. When God is in something, God is in it. He, he's already taking care of some things. So I called Bishop Morton to let him know what was going on because the places that had contacted me were not full gospel churches. And I had to let him know because I, I was state bishop then. Right. Bishop Morton said to me, he said, listen, he said, you're in a win-win situation. I said, what you mean, sir? He said, I've wanted you here. But I wouldn't say anything because I didn't want anybody to think I brought you out of your church. He said, but since you're leaving, you got a place here. He said, but let me tell you something. He said, you pray. That's what I love about Bishop Martin. He said, you pray. And where God tells you to go, that's where you go. Okay. And so I had an offer in Orlando, Florida. And two of my children in in, in Florida, in, in Daytona Beach. And they were, uh, my children were there. My grandchildren were there. So I disobeyed my bishop. I, I prayed for Florida. Mm. Well, God shut the door in Florida and told me, you go into New Orleans, you go to New Orleans. And that's how I ended up in New Orleans. Okay, 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 okay. And um, and and how long did you stay there? 24 years. Wow, wow, man. 24 that's, years in New Orleans. That, that's a culture shock, weather-wise, from uh, St. Louis. <laughs> To uh to New Orleans, I can imagine all your coats being in the closet mad at you because they didn't get a chance to come out. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that. The only time they came out is when I traveled in the wintertime. Yeah, yeah, man. And uh so you worked with Bishop Morton down in uh New Orleans and uh and and then you started pastoring uh a church. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I, 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 Bishop Martin brought me in to do Christian education. He okay. really brought me in to build his school and to do that. Bishop Martin was very interested in Christian education, so he called me there to build his school. So we started with a with a a, a, a school of ministry. We built a school of ministry, and that just grew. That just blew up. We started we, from scratch. We started a school of ministry. School of ministry turned into a Bible college, and then we ended up getting the Bible college accredited. And, uh, Bishop, it was so working so good. You know, Bishop Martin don't want to put his name on just anything, but he wanted his name on that school, so it ended up called this Martin Bible College. And I'm I'm very proud of that. What God did there, educating people, where people got their degrees. As as, as I said, we got the school accredited. Um, then I was surprised. I was there doing that for four years. I never will forget. I was in Florida picking my mother up. She was visiting in Florida. I was there picking her up and I got a call from Bishop Morton and he told me about a church that was seeking a pastor. And he told me, you know, he wanted me to go over there and preach. And I told Bishop Morton, I didn't want to go to church. I'm, I'm fine. I'm doing what I'm doing. I was in a five story building. Mm -hmm. I was in a five story building uh, over there by myself. The school was there. I had staff. I had everything going on. I loved what I was doing and I was fine. I, I, I was fine. But Bishop asked me to go, and I went in obedience to my pastor. I went and preached. Long story short, I ended up being called to their church as their senior pastor. It was divine providence during that particular time. We started at that church with 26 members. 26 members were at that church when I, when I started there. In four months, we were at two full services. Wow. I just blessed God, blew the church up in four months. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We want to thank God for Pastor Nathaniel Council, who's with us today, and Elder Sandra Lyles uh, Jenkins, Elder Wanda Green. Thank God for you. Uh, and of course, Pastor Hilda Montgomery, we thank God for you all being with us on Facebook Live. We're interviewing uh, Bishop Tommy uh, Triplett uh, Jr. Well, you, so you were down there 24 years, and and and, and it seemed like God really blessed you uh, down there. And and then I think after Hurricane uh, Katrina came, uh, a bishop sent you over a, a, another church. Uh, was it on the East Bank or the West no, Bank? On the West Bank. West Bank. What happened was our church was destroyed in Katrina. Yes. And really, I had accepted a position. I didn't think we were going to start back. So many people didn't come back. We didn't know what we were going to do. I had actually accepted a position here in Chicago. And I was sitting in my den. My, uh, we had gotten back in. It took us four months to get back to our home. Mm -hmm. and, and I was sitting in my den. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. And I never will forget it. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. And, and God spoke to me. He says, you, you're not going to Chicago. He said it was for this reason I brought you to New Orleans, and I didn't know what we're gonna what we're gonna do. Uh, Great St. Stephen East uh, Bank, the large location. You know, Great St. Stephen mm -hmm. had three locations: one the East Bank, one uptown, and, and one on the West Bank. That's right. how New Orleans is divided. And so when Bishop came back, got back in, and I remember the first service at the uptown location. Uh, I went to that service, and Pastor D, uh, that's the Deborah Martin. His wife said, why don't you ask Bishop about having a service after us? So I did. And that was at the West Bank location. And Bishop said, okay, that, that'll be fine. You can have your service after us. Strange thing. We started again with 26 members. I said, Lord, what's up with this 26? <laughs> we started again with 26. And they were different people. You know, right. some of them were the same, but uh, some different people. So we started again with 26. We started having God blessed. Uh, we rebuilt. We rebuilt. We were having the service there. And I remember one day, Bishop would always, Bishop had asked me to do the fourth Sunday for him because now he was one church in two states. Right, right. Uh, he, he had started ministry in Atlanta, booming ministry in Atlanta, and still had Great St. Stephen in New Orleans. And so every fourth Sunday, he had asked me to preach for him, and I did. Every fourth Sunday, he would call me and ask me how the service go, and I would tell him how service went. And then, so this is, I need to say, well, you know what? You've been doing a good job there. Why don't you just, just take it? I said, well, you mean continue for Sunday? He said, no, I, I want you to take the ministry. He says, and, and so he turned the West Bank location of Greater St. Stephen over to me. Yes, and sir. we were actually two churches in one location. Wow. That's wow. how we began. Wow. Wow. And, th and then you, you restructured everything over there. Yes, yes. After a while, I was always concerned about being loyal to my to my pastor. I mm. believe that 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 if if you if you under someone, you need to be loyal to them. Yes, sir. If you're not going to be loyal, you shouldn't be there. And, and I, I I did my best. I was always loyal uh, to my leaders, and so I know that Greater Saint Stephen was Bishop Martin's legacy, and the people at Divine Providence love Divine Providence. So. Uh, I waited until God said so. And then I told Bishop Martin, God told me to merge the two churches, to merge them. And I went to Bishop Martin to talk to him about that. And when I told him that, he said, well, it's about time. It's about time for that to happen. That had been two years. Okay. That had been two years that we were two churches in one location. 
And when I told Bishop Morton that, uh, he said, yeah, this is time. So I was concerned about the name, and I kept trying to come up with a name mm. that would embody both divine providence and great St. Stephen. And I wasn't coming up with nothing. Things were just silly that I was coming up with. I'd taken my wife to the dentist, and she went into the dentist. I told her I'd be in just a moment. And I was sitting in the car because I had to make some calls, and that's when God spoke to me. And he said, the church will be united fellowship. Okay. The church united fellowship. I called Bishop Martin when I first told him. He, he, he was quiet. I said, uh-oh. And then he said, you know what? The Lord had to give you that. The Lord had to give you that. And we two churches came together and we became United Fellowship. And the Lord was really, really blessed. All right. All right. Well, praise God. You did quite a work in uh, in New Orleans, first for Bishop Morton and then uh, for your for the ministries that the, that he put you over, that the Lord had him to call you to be placed over, and uh, God blessed you there. And and so now you 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 are you are in Chicago. You retired. You 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 uh well I don't know if we can call it retired, but untired or <laughs> retreaded or what what. But but you are now. In Chicago, and all of your coats that were in the closet down in New Orleans are happy. They're real happy. Yeah, they, 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 yeah they, they're real happy now. Yes, yeah, sir. So, so man, how's that? How is that? Uh, that uh, that weather shock on your life? Well, you know, I, I grew up in the St. Louis, East St. Louis area, so I was used to winter. Yeah. We we had winter. You know about St. Louis. I know about winter, but yeah, but twenty four yeah. years without winter, and then now you got to have yeah, winter you, again. You're right. You're right. My my <laughs> blood my blood had thinned, and uh, I was I was no longer winterized. It was an interesting thing. I've learned this, Bishop O'Brien. I, I I say this because God, whenever God is in something, He works it out. Yes. Yes. We don't have to work it out. God works it out. Here's what happened. When I left St. Louis going to New Orleans and I was no longer a senior, senior pastor, people were always concerned. I know you miss pastoring. I know you want the highest field to be under somebody. God removed my pastoral anointing. Uh -huh. I had no desire to pastor. Whenever God is doing something, he does it completely. Yes, sir. He does it completely. God wasn't going to leave me with this dual desire. Because I couldn't have been effective in what I was doing. So what God did, God took away my pastoral anointing. When Bishop Morton sent me back out to pastor, initially, I was just being obedient to God. Bishop Morton asked me to preach the first Sunday communion service at that night. Nobody ever did that but him. Uh -huh. He asked me to do it because he said he wanted people to know where I was. I sat there in the pulpit. I looked at what was then divine providence. They were all dressed in black, and they were all sitting out there. God spoke to me in the pulpit. He said, that's your church, Pastor. That's when God gave me back my pastoral anointing, and I received it that night. Okay. When I got to New Orleans, with the heat, as you mentioned, and, and, and no cold, with all that heat, God changed something in me where I adapted to the heat. I adapted to what was going on in New Orleans. I actually became a New Orleanian. But then when I left New Orleans and went to Chicago, guess what happened? What's that? My blood was thinned, but then God thickened it back up when I got to Chicago. Wow. 
and I fell right back into it. The weather did not bother me. I was used to it. I, and that was all God's doing because when God is in something, God was the one who told me it was time to retire. I had given myself three more years. Okay. Uh, uh, but in two years, God says, now retire. And God's timing is important because if I had stayed three years, we would have missed the great pastor we have now at, at United Fellowship, uh, 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 Pastor Brandon Boutan, who's just a wonderful young man. We'd have missed him. Okay. If going to ban him on the West Bank, he'd have been gone. The position here would have been gone. The house I'm living in would have been sold. It was God's timing. Okay. And I've learned over the years to listen to God. I involve God in every aspect of my life. And I've learned to listen to God because when you listen to God, everything is already worked out. It always works. And I had enough of making my own decision and doing my own thing because I had to, I messed up too many times doing that. But listening to God, it always works. So what happened when I got to Chicago, the cold weather really didn't bother me. I was fine. Okay. And, 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 and then so much, it was the, it was the, God fixed it where I could bear the winter. The only big difference in St. Louis and, and Chicago as far as winter is concerned is the wind. This yeah. is the wind. Now, this is the windy city. You oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. That, but it is the windy city. But uh, the people here were so warm. Okay. Okay. It was blessing. God had worked it because I was wondering what kind of people am I going to run into? What's going to go on? Let me tell you something. God had all that worked out. God worked it all out. Well, he 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 works it all out. We got about five minutes left, uh, Bishop, and I'm going to ask you to open up our prayer call with prayer. Let me ask you, um, what other things are on the horizon of your life, and are there any books in you? Uh, yeah, I, you you would ask me that. Uh, there are books in me, and I should have written already. There are at least three books that I, I know I need to write, and I'm going to have to do that. There, 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 there are books that that are in me uh, that I need to do. Um, it's, it's, it's one is my life story because my, my life story is something else. What God has done with me and through me has blessed a lot of people. And people keep telling me I need to put it in writing. Um, so much has happened. So much has happened. No way in the world I could tell it in five minutes, but it's it's that's one. That's another book in, in, inside of me that deals with uh, really how we are to work with God. Is 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 the, the book will be a living sacrifice. Okay. Uh, and 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 so that's a book that God is is already outlined and and ready to go. And then uh, the the third book in me is is practical pneumatology. Uh, practical pneumatology, every denomination experiences or teaches the person and work of the Holy Spirit differently. Mm -hmm. It confuses people as to what the Holy Spirit does, what the Holy Spirit doesn't do, the purpose of the Holy Spirit, who is the Holy Spirit, what is he doing. Practical pneumatology has been in my heart because that's just too much confusion and God is not the author of confusion. And when I was in uh, uh, school and thinking about what I would do for a doctorate, and when I was talking to the academic dean, she asked me, 
what's important to you. And I explained to her all the differences of understanding of the Holy Spirit in the body of Christ. And, and, and we talked about that and practical pneumatology. She even encouraged me. That's something you need to write about. So that's something I want to do as well. So I'm, I'm going to have to do that. One thing I want to do when I leave here, when it's time for me to go, um, I'm, 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 if God, if God says the same in October, I'll be 75 years old. Okay. Uh, in October, I'll be 75. And, and I thank God, a lot of people hide their age. I don't hide my age. I'm thanking God for every day, every minute, every year that he has given me. Um, uh, and, and, and I'm in reasonably good shape. Yes, you know, sir. in reasonably good shape with, with God doing that. But when God does take me, I want to leave empty. Okay. Uh, God's given me so much. And I want to pass on what I know to other people. Uh, I, I want to keep teaching. I want to help young preachers. And I want to leave something here that, that, that someone else can read and learn some of the things that God has given me to help other people. I just want to leave empty. That's my prayer. God's going to enable me to be able to do that. And so that's important to me. Okay. Okay. Well, we want to thank God for you, Bishop. I want to thank God also today. Sister Tondalia Baker and Des Nikki and Alita Crawford. She says, listen to God. I hear you, Bishop Tommy Triplett. Well, I want to say to you all, if you have uh, missed this interview, which is very powerful, you can get it tonight at midnight on uh, gomillion.ihollapodcasting.com. That's gomillion.ihollapodcasting.com. That's I-H-O-L-L-A podcasting.com. And you'll be able to go out there and you'll be able to hear this interview in its entirety. Bishop, it has been awesome, awesome, awesome uh, interviewing you, talking with you, giving your wisdom uh, out to people. And we pray that they will hear it all and be blessed by it and maybe even formulate their lives by what they can as they, and one thing they can formulate their lives by is your willingness and your, your, uh, your desire to seek the Lord for wisdom. Uh, Absolutely. Bishop, as we start our prayer call today, and people can dial in at 518-425-1719 and pray with us. That's 518-425-1719. Bishop, would you, would you open us up in prayer today, sir? Absolutely. 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 Father God in heaven, how we love you, we praise you, we thank you so much for all that you are and all that you do, the wonderful things that you do in our lives. We thank you for being God. We thank you for being the one that has walked with us and been with us even in times we did not know it. We know right now, Lord, we live in a time so many things are going on. We live in a time that's seemingly worse than we've ever seen in our lives. But you are still God. You're still in charge. And we thank you right now for what you do and all that you continue to do in our lives. Lord, we lift up all those that are listening, their families, their households. We pray right now, Lord, for your grace and your mercy to be upon their lives. We pray and plead the favor of God on their lives. We pray for good health. We pray for longevity of years. We pray for clear minds. We pray for their bodies to be in great shape. We pray for financial blessings. We pray, Lord, that they would be in a period, a period in their lives of prosperity, not just financial prosperity, but prosperity in their health, prosperity on their jobs, prosperity in their relationships, prosperity in everything that they will touch. We pray now, Lord, 
that you can bring them closer to you. People need you like they never needed you before. We thank you, Lord, that you're God that has promised never to leave us nor forsake us. And we know you are that kind of God. So right now, I speak peace. I speak joy into the lives of your people. I speak, Lord, the things that they yes, are missing. I speak that families will come back together. Marriages will be repaired. Children, Lord, will be obedient to their parents. And parents will be good parents to their children. We pray right now, Lord, that you use us, use us not as just receptacles for your blessing, but use us in this world to do what you called us to do, that we may make a difference, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for Pastor Gomelia, and we thank you for his wife. We thank you for his church. We thank you for his heart. We thank you for his mind. We thank you for the wonderful things that yes, he's doing in the body of Christ. I pray right now, Lord, that you'll use him in more mighty ways as you continue to be glorified through his ministry. I pray right now, Lord, for everybody on this podcast. And I pray right now that this podcast will reach thousands, that it will reach millions, because this is something that's needed, Lord, in the world today. So we thank you for what you will continue to do. We ask your blessings. Do all... All right. Hello? Hello? All right. Good Good evening. It seems like we lost uh, Bishop Triplett, uh, but we thank God for having him uh, to be with us today uh, as our interviewee on our uh, podcast. We thank God for him, Bishop Tommy L. Triplett. And again, if you missed the podcast, missed the, the, the interview, you can get it tonight on the podcast, gomillion.ihala podcasting.com. I'll put that uh, in print on the screen for you. Hey, this is Bishop Gomillion, and I want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion. Look, I'm inviting you to connect with me beyond your hearing me weekly. I have resources for your reading pleasure. Here's what I want you to do. Visit my website, gomillionandgomillion.com, and check out our various resources. Let me spell that. That's G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N and G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N dot com. Check it out, won't you? God bless you. Are you ready to pray? Come on and let's dive in as we call on the name of the Lord. And if you have a prayer request, please let me know by email. You can email me at ngomillion at aol.com. That's N-G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N at aol.com. Email me and we will honor your request. Are you ready? Come on, let's pray. Uh, good evening. Uh, who is on the prayer line today? Hello, Sister Sandra. How are you doing? I'm good. Oh, I'm blessed. Is this, is this someone else on the prayer line? I thought there was someone else on the prayer line today. All right. Well, praise God. We're going to get started. Uh, welcome to Top City Z uh, call prayer line. You can dial in at 518 425 uh, one seven one nine. Thank you, Elder Wanda Green. You were one of the first students of the, the School of Ministry. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. If you have a prayer and you're not able to call in, prayer request, you're not able to call in, you can print that prayer request on the screen 
and uh, we will uh, pray for you. I'm going to ask if Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins would uh, lead us uh, in prayer today. Father God, we thank you, we praise, and we lift your name up today, God, because we know that without you, we're able to do nothing. You have given us health and strength in our bodies. You've given us the ability to see, to speak, to think, to hear, to touch, to feel, to swallow, to even talk, oh God. We thank you for all of the benefits that you load us with daily, Lord God. We thank you for answering our prayers. You've given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. You said, oh, Lord, that if any man would lack wisdom to ask of you, that you would freely give it, Father. So, Father God, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. I pray that he helps me to get through this prayer and that he would direct me in prayer. Lord God, that we could target the areas that need to be targeted in the name of Jesus. You've been engaged with Gomillion and Gomillion Interview and Prayer Call. Bishop Nathaniel and Elder Francine Gomillion serve at Tabernacle of Praise, 5283 Windsor Boulevard in Zunai, Virginia. You can contact them by mailing to P.O. Box 161, Zunai, Virginia, 23898. Sunday morning service time is at 1045 a.m., and virtual Bible study is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. And the number to get in is 518-425-1719. Bishop and Elder are the founders of Gomillion and Gomillion Ministries, covering ministries and pastors, and can be contacted via phone 804-943-8364. Bishop and Elder Gomillion want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion Interview and Prayer Call Podcast.